Hello everybody, I am Lucia Matuonto and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin. We headed to New York to talk with Hania Drescher. Hania is the author of the psychological thriller Stolen Truth. She loves lifting weights, spinning, and cultivating her large garden. Hello, Hania. It's very nice to have you here today. And thank you for having me and taking your time. Yes, of course, it's my pleasure. So, Henia, you come from a rich cultural background. You were born in France to Polish parents, raised in Israel, and came to America at an early age. Now, you live in New York. I know many people who would love to live there. Why did you choose to live in this huge Metropolis. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Um, actually, it was a long trajectory. We started out, my husband and I, in New Jersey. We moved to California when our son was born there. Then we um, moved back to New York because my husband got a much better job. We lived in Long Island, which is the suburbs of New York. And um, And my husband always wanted to live in Manhattan. That was his dream. And for 10 years, took him 10 years to talk me into living in Manhattan. So finally, we sold our house in Long Island. We moved to Manhattan and the rest is history. Wow. And what do you miss the most from Israel? I miss speaking my language. I miss the very special food that I get there. I miss my family. I miss my friends. Um, I miss the whole ambiance of being in Israel because, you know, when you go to a different country, you get a different ambiance. For me, going back to Israel is like going back home. I feel like I'm home. I don't know if I'll be able to live there full-time ever again because I like my lifestyle in the United States, but... I get my fix every year for about a month or two. Um, we rent an apartment in Tel Aviv, mm-hmm. right on the water, right on the Mediterranean, and we get the best of everything. So it's wonderful. I wish I can go there someday. It's like a dream. It's on my bucket list. Kenya, I see that you have been writing for magazines and our regular contributor on medium.com. And I know that you are an obsessive reader. How did you decide to become a book author? So actually, I um, started out having my own business, the cosmetic business. And I did that for many years. Then I decided to go back to college. I went to Hunter College at an older age. And um, I graduated in English literature and while I was, uh, and I minored in, in writing, but while I was in college, I, I was introduced to all these wonderful writers and poets. So 
And writing is something that I wanted to do since I was 10, 13 years old. I was always an obsessive reader. So it sort of became natural for me. So I decided to give up my business and start writing. And that's exactly what I did. Okay. And you are a full-time writer? Yes, I am. That's all I do is write. Your debut book, Stolen Truth, was published in March 2001. Yeah, it was this year. Yeah. Yes. So can you tell us about your journey to get this book published? It was a, a very long journey. And just let me digress a little bit. I wrote two other books prior to this book, and I'm writing a fourth book right now. Um, I sort of gave up. The first book was um, a practice book, and it was based loosely on a true story. The second book um, was a very good book, which eventually I'll go back to it, but no, no publisher wanted to pick it up. So I decided, okay, let me put it aside and I will start writing another book. So this one, and, and you know, with, with each book, I got better and better. And, I, and not that only that I got better, I got to know the process a lot better. And I familiarized myself with it. So I think this one was good. And writing a psychological thriller, it just so let me go back to the trajectory. So it took me almost a year to get it published. I got hundreds of rejection letters. I mean, nice ones. They liked it, but it was missing something. Um, there was always something that was missing. So then I decided, you know what? I'm not going to pursue the large uh, because I did have an agent. And eventually I fired him because it was taking too long. I don't think he was working very hard for me. And it was a very high um, impact agent on Fifth Avenue. And he has a lot of big writers and he was very excited about my book. But for some reason, the publishers did not pick it up. So I fired him and I decided to go to a medium sized publisher directly. And within two days, they picked it up and they said, we are going to publish the book because we like it so much. So that was my journey. It was, it was heart-wrenching because, you know, getting, getting uh, all the no's and getting the rejections was sort of a little demeaning, but then I got, I, 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 I got used to it mm -hmm. and it became a little bit easier. And I said, I'm not going to quit. I'm just going to continue. And thankfully, this guy, the publisher, believed in me, and and that's what it is. And you know, and I think with every each book that I write, I think I'll get a little bit better. Mm -hmm. I'm happy that you did not give up. It's so like some people just get so frustrated when start start getting no and no and no, but instead you just decided to look for another publisher and got it in two days. What is the stolen truth about? It's, it's basically about what you see is not necessarily what is the truth in what you see. Uh, so it's about a woman, a young woman who wakes up one morning and she discovers that her baby and her husband disappeared. And to make things worse, 
they lived in a house here in the Berkshires in Massachusetts, where I'm living right now, um, for a short period. She calls the police, and there was nothing in the house to show that anybody ever lived in the, in the house except for her. There were no uh, men's clothing, no baby's furniture, no birth certificate, no marriage license. So when the police come over, and I said, well, where is the proof? Who is the guy? What does he look like? What does he drive? Um, well, I don't know. I mean, I can't, I don't have pictures. I can't show you. So nobody believes her. Neither does her family and her friends believe her. Um, and her history, in her back history, she suffered from false pregnancy. So is this a reoccurrence of what happened then? Mm -hmm. So you do not know the entire book. Um, whether she had a baby or not. She goes on a quest to find a baby, but you don't know whether she's delusional or not. And um, I heard from one of my, actually my readers, the thing is they say that when I start reading it, I have to stay up the whole night to find out what's, what's going on. That is the kind of a book that you cannot put down. And it, not one person told me that. So this is my aim, is to get you going and to get you guessing and to get you involved in, in the process of, is it right? Is it wrong? Is something is wrong with her or not? So I, I guess I was successful from what people are telling me, that this is what exactly what I, I, I sought out to do. It also happens to me a lot uh, when I start reading a good book. It's really hard for me to put it down. I will read far beyond my bedtime and then I hate myself in the morning. I keep telling myself, one more chapter. And then when I get to the end of the chapter, just one more chapter. And your book title is Stolen Truth. So how did you come up with the title of this book? So when you think about it, Stolen Truth, um, I had a concept for the book, you know, general concept. I didn't really know ex what the steps are, but I knew that there would be a woman who is an unreliable narrator, somebody you don't know whether to believe or not. So. If her baby is gone, something was stolen from her, or she believed that something was stolen from her. Now, what is the truth? Is that the truth or not the truth? So I put that together, stolen truth. Yeah, it has a number of, of, of uh, explanations that you as a reader have to come up with to see why I chose that title. I'm so curious to know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and I'll, uh, you know what? I'll send you a PDF form of Thank my book. You. Thank you. Okay. And um, Thank whenever you have the time, read it. Yeah, okay. I, I will, for sure. And you like to write about superhuman women who explore your darkest desires or our darkest desires about superhumans or superheroes. What are the qualities you usually give to these people? Good question. So 
when I talk about human powers, I'm not necessarily talking about physical powers. I'm talking about mental power. So I start out with a character who is a fallen character who starts out with a lot of minuses and a lot of faults. She brings a lot of baggage from her past. And how does she deal with, the, um, with, with what life brings her way? which is not always very pleasant. How does she deal with it? So the superpower becomes the way, the journey that women, and I like to write about strong women, all of my books. So the way she pursues her quest, how does she go about that? Because there's an unrelentless um, uh, quest to go and find something, something that, the person needs, my character needs. So that's where the strength comes in is to have, is to is to jump over all kinds of hurdles. Henya, why do you write psychological thrillers? Oh, you put your finger on a button. <laughs> okay, so uh, my parents were Holocaust survivors. Their shifting moods, and their volatile behavior, I had to become a very watchful child. I had to maneuver my way around their moods, never knowing what's going to strike next. So then I learned how to read body language. I learned how to read the nuances that people have to be able to survive. Mm -hmm. And so I also learned how to, so the psychological mind is very important to me and very interesting to me. I like to meet people and get to know people, but on another level, on a higher level, not on a surface level. So I really get into my characters, into my friends, into people that I meet every day without being intrusive. So that's where the psychological thrillers come from. I can read books like yours, but I'm always afraid of watching this kind of movies. You know, Henia, I can't sleep after watching them. I watched the film Saw and I didn't sleep for three days, but with books, I just love reading like this kind of books. And I believe that if I create the images in my mind, it's okay. But if I see the scenes from the movies, I get scared. It's because reading a book, wow. it's okay. That's fine. But if I see, the, like when I see these scary movies, I can't sleep. So I gave up about these movies. Well, you know, it's very interesting that you said that because I'm thinking while you're talking, when you watch a movie, the images are given to you. So they're imprinted in your head. When you read a book, you create your own images in your head. Exactly. And that's why it's exactly. And that's why it's, it's very important for a writer not to give too much, to leave enough for a for readers' imagination to give to allow them space to fill in the gaps themselves. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. And when we write yeah. books, we never say everything about the the exactly. character. Yeah. So, Henia, besides being fascinated by writing thrillers, please share something your readers wouldn't know about you. Oh, okay. Um, okay, I'm going to say just one thing. What readers don't know about me is that my husband and I got divorced. We were divorced for 10 years. After 10 years, we reunited and got married again. Oh, that's so romantic because you divorced. But <laughs> it's like finding a new man. Well, it uh, wasn't easy because then uh, we had to learn to maneuver around each other in a different way than we did when we were younger. So we had to relearn how to communicate, and that took time. But the commitment was there. So whatever happened, we know that this is for the duration, for better, for worse, for sickness, mm-hmm. in health the whole thing. So that was a commitment that two of us as an adult came into it again, because we got married, we were very young. I was 19, he was 20. So we didn't have a chance to really grow up separately. And uh, while uh, we were divorced for 10 years, I was able to build a business, to learn how to be by myself. And um, that's what happened. So I think your readers will be surprised because they didn't know about it. Yes. What is the main thing you hope people will take from your book? That you don't know, like in, in life, you don't know what to expect. You don't know what's around the corner. And you want to be resilient enough to be able to whatever comes around the corner, to be able to be strong enough to face it the best way that you can and come out of it the best way that you can. Yes, exactly. It was very well said. And it's important, don't let anything in life to keep you down. Yeah, don't let anyone stop you from achieving what you desire. And are you working on anything at the present you would like to share? Yes, and it's almost finished. Um, and then I left to edit it. And again, it's about a woman who comes back from Afghanistan. She was an intelligence, in intelligence, uh, an officer. And she comes back with PTSD and what she has to face uh, once she gets back to New York, the life that she has to face, the drugs that she has to take in order to be able to live back in society coming back from Afghanistan. And, um, and the relationship that she forges because she becomes a security for a person, for a 13-year-old boy who is very troubled and she's troubled, how the two of them forge a relationship. 
and it's very, very endearing and very nice, but it's also a psychological thriller. So there's a lot in there that it's a lot more complicated than this book. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I see, Kenya, is that you are you have already another superhero. Yeah, yes, I do. And how can we find you? So Stolen Truth, of course, Amazon, and the the other books with the same title, but my name is Henia Drescher. So um, and then my um website is heniadrescher.com. And you can find me on medium.com. So that's basically it. You know, if people want to find you, they can find you, right? Yes. And welcome when you publish your fourth book. And I'm looking forward okay. to reading the book you are going to send me. <laughs> I am. I'll, tomorrow morning, I'll send you an email with a link to it. Thank you. And I thank will you so writing. much. Yeah, of course. And I'll be writing a review because as I say to my listeners, it's very important to write reviews because we authors are able to, you know, improve or to try to get more ideas. Yeah, it's very important. Very important. And a lot of people don't do it. And it's very difficult to get them to do it. So Uh, you know, it's a rolling ball. It goes a little bit at a time. Yeah, but I'll be writing. So thank you again, Henya. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening. And remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time.